This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. Hi, I'm Judith. And I'm Melina. We are internet friends turned real life friends who both experienced the tragic loss of our sons to sudden infant death syndrome in winter of 2021. In the year after Aiden died, my husband and I both became unemployed, my parents divorced, and we had to move five times for various reasons. And as for me, just a few weeks before my son Quinn died, my then husband had come out to me as a transgender woman and we're subsequently divorcing. It's been a lot. (laughs) It's been a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But as long as we're living, we will love our sons deeply and work to make sure that we live a life that makes them proud. Welcome to As Long As I'm Living podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hi. All right. Talk to me. I've got about 20 minutes. You got what? Okay. You have? Do you have teeth whitening strips on? You teeth can't. whitening strips on because I didn't know we were doing this now. <laughs> okay, I'll take them off for you, our listeners. <laughs> Give me five minutes. You know what, Judith? This is a, this is, um, a Hot Mess Express episode. Um, it's Aiden's Express. birthday, so you can go ahead and just, just keep wearing your teeth whitening strips. That's where we're at today. That's where we're at today. I got a massage, first massage ever, and I regret paying for it. No. Then, yeah, whatever. You know, there's nothing worse than failed self-care. Like I agree. And then a failure because then you're like, oh, I feel worse. That is so distressing when that happens. I it hate is that. So distressing. I hate that. Happens. I also um, want to ask our audience if they think our audio is better because I we made some changes. We did make some changes. We should hopefully be a little bit more level, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, Judith? Like, hit me. I'm, like, not in a good spot. Yeah. It's just been rough. Yeah. Over here. What did we say earlier today? There was something I wanted to talk about that we said earlier. How you don't like to be with yourself. Yes. Yeah. How I don't even want to be with myself right now. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? What do you think when you hear that? So just to give the context, what we were saying before, what we were saying earlier, it you were expressing earlier that, you know, people who are grieving are kind of unpleasant to be around. Like your husband right now is kind of unpleasant to be around. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Actively grieving people are, they're cranky. They are pessimistic. They are self-centered and self-absorbed. And yeah. right now you are in a period where you can recognize those things in yourself and it makes you not yeah. even want to be around yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be around myself. Yeah. Um, I'm unpleasant to be around. I'm cranky. I'm irritable. Um, I'm impatient. And your um, own brain is not a fun place to be. My brain is not pleasant. And then, you know, there's this one thing that keeps happening that I'm not sure what I should be doing. It's like, I'll remember something about that last day I was pregnant, like Friday, and how I went into labor at one thirty in the morning and like my water broke. And um and then it'll be painful. And so I'll be like, should I stop? Like am I supposed to not think about painful things or am mm-hmm. I supposed to think about painful things? Does that make sense? Yeah. I do that too. It's sometimes, like sometimes sometimes I decide to turn toward it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I turn away and I don't know I don't know that I, I don't know when I make the right decision. I don't know what the right decision is. I think the the decision is different. 
I think mm-hmm. it depends on the day and how you're feeling, but like sometimes you make the wrong decision and you wind up wallowing or you make the right, right. decision, but it still doesn't feel good. Right. Exactly. It sucks. Like, Judith, it, it sucks. sucks that you can't think about the day of your son's birth without also thinking yes. about the fact that he's dead because yes. what a joyous event his birth was. Yes. 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 Yes, it was. And, um, and I remember that Friday, the weather was also like sunny and I was, I saw a picture of myself cause it popped up on my phone and I, like at the time I felt so big, but looking back, it's like the cutest little belly. And, um, I went for a walk. It just felt so exciting. And now it feels so dreadful to think yeah. about that. Like I looked at that with such dread and so, yeah, I just don't know if I'm supposed to be thinking about it or I'm not supposed to be thinking about it. And I find myself um, also being irritated with the people around me, like the people who reach out I'm irritated with, but the people who don't reach out I'm irritated with. It's like no one can win. <laughs> I can't even yeah. win. Yeah. You're irritated with yourself, too. Mm-hmm. I'm irritated with myself. And, I, and I, my mom has been trying to call me every day this week, and I don't answer. And... I'm irritated that she yeah. calls, but I'd be even more irritated if she didn't call and I'm not going to answer either way. So what difference does it make? It doesn't make any difference. I'm not answering. <laughs> you know, I, I think that your brain is a difficult place to be right now. I can mm-hmm. hear, we were on the phone earlier and you were going to the store to get, ha- uh, to get dish detergent, dish soap. <laughs> dish soap. And I could tell it was like, taking a ton of effort for you to even remember that you had to buy dish soap. Like you kept saying yeah. dish soap and I would remind you dish soap, <laughs> dish soap. Yeah. And like, I yeah. think this is like, I, I think people don't understand the weight of it all. There's yeah. so much happening in your brain and body that you, you're you literally went to the store for one thing and you kept being like, I'm going to get dish soap, dish <laughs> soap, dish soap. Yeah. Like you had to like, hold on to that so tight because yeah. there was so much else threatening to crowd it out that you could have very well arrived at the store and had absolutely no idea what you were going to purchase. Because I ended up buying a million things. (laughs) Actually, I ended up buying a card, a birthday card for Aiden, which I did last year. And I wrote him a birthday note on it. And I'm going to do the same this year. Okay, let me read this card I got because I find it really funny that I bought this one. And I, (laughs) how self-absorbed am I? But but then I want to say something else. So let's go back to that. So here's the card. It's very pretty. It almost looks like, like, it's for an adult. Yeah. And it says, dear son, ever since you were born, I worried and wondered whether or not I was being the best parent I could. Did I make you feel important? Did we find enough time for the little things like laughter and hugs and simple everyday moments? And even when we disagreed and you always, did you always know I loved you? Of all the things I've done in my life, one thing I never change is having you for a son. If I didn't always say it, I hope I always showed it. I'm proud to be your parent, and I love you. You made me cry. (laughs) Wasn't that such a good grief birthday card? Yeah. I think that, I think it's so funny to hear you say those words and that it's a Hallmark card, because I'm sure parents of alive children feel those same things, but it's so much more. I wonder if it feels different. Like, I wonder if this is for an alive baby how it would feel different or I kind of feel like it would feel the same. Yeah. Like I would want the same sentiments for my alive daughter and I would want, I, I would say, did we find enough time for the little things? I don't know. You know, like hopefully she has a hundred years. I would wonder the same (sighs) thing as I wondered for 
three months. So, but you know what, Judith? I think if if there's anything I can say, I know that Aiden knows how much you love him. Yeah, I know. I do he knows feel that. this was written by an anxious parent, though, because I think a secure <laughs> parent would not wonder. If I was, like it's almost a self-absorbed because it takes the attention away from the person whose birthday it is and saying like, am I a good enough parent? Like, like, well, it's not about validate you. Validate me. Validate me. Yeah. That's what this birthday card is saying. It's like validate me. And I think that if I was the receiving end of this birthday card, I'd be like, sounds like an awful lot about you. You know what, Judith? Your son is gone. And so this is Yeah, exactly. You. Exactly. It's a perfect grief. It's a perfect grieving parent card. Actually, something else I wanted to say was that, um, oh, my God, it was $6. (laughs) Aiden better Um, appreciate this. (laughs) Something else I was going to say is, like, I had a friend listen to the podcast recently, and she she lost, oh, two things I want to say, but I'll start with this. Wait, no, I'll start with the other thought, which is that uh, the same friend I spoke to her today and I told her she had a stillbirth. And I was like, oh, I'm having a rough time because Aiden's birthday is on Monday. And she, like, you, I could hear in her head her being like, oh, you have two times the amount of bad days. She's like, I knew March yeah. was bad, but I guess I forgot he had a birthday, too. Yeah. Like, the idea, I think, for so many of us in the lost community, we all have our own set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Something that is unique about SIDS is that Mm -hmm. you have a birthday that is entirely separate from the death anniversary. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that either, that either is better. Like I do love that the birthday is separate, but it's also bad. Like it's good and bad. There are a lot of people. Okay. Let's put still birth aside. People who lose their children as adults or lose their children as teens or lose their children Mm -hmm. as toddlers, whatever it is, the children, they also have the, the unique thing about SIDS is that there was only one birthday. Right. It's not like an adult where there were happy birthdays. It was yes. like there was one birthday and that one birthday was really my experience. Right. Yes. So it's, so it's like kind of, it's not the same. It, it, it's not yeah. the same as an adult who passed or a stillbirth. It's like kind of in this weird, unique situation, which is like that one day, that one birthday is so tied to the, the event of his birth and not necessarily him and the yes. start of his life. Right. Birthday I mean, it's kind of in some ways about his, your zeroth birthday is really kind of about the mom giving birth. Right. 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 The yes. first birthday is the first one. That's about the baby. Right. The zero birthday is about the mom and the dad. Yeah. And also parents, like, I, I do feel like, I feel like SIDS is at that intersection between infant mm. loss and law. Just, you know, child d- loss, uh, loss, right? Yeah, Where it's yeah. like we have memories, we have pictures of them alive, but yeah. they were so young that it's like so, yeah. Like we don't, ha- I don't know what his, yeah, we don't know their yeah. personality, we don't know their favorite foods, we don't know all this There's stuff. No accomplishments. So like a lot of the birthday cards were like, I'm so proud of your accomplishments. So like, yeah, that's not quite the same. I'm so yeah. proud of the person you've become. Well, that's not who quite are the you? Same. Who are you? Right. Which is why the birthday ends up being about the the loss and the parent more than the actual child. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So that is one thought I was having. Another thought that you and I have spoken about is um, that same friend, she listens to the podcast. Her loss happened a long time ago, maybe like 15 years ago. I don't know. Well, some time ago. 
And she, I said, give me feedback. And she said, the one piece of feedback I have is that you sound so happy. She's like, <laughs> I know that in the beginning of my loss, like I would have been so annoyed that you guys are so happy. I would have been so, <laughs> like it would have been irritating how upbeat you sound. And I guess as I've been slowly descending into this pit, <laughs> I have like the urge to scream out to everyone, like, trust me, I'm not that happy. <laughs> that sound like that? Trust me, I hate my life every yeah. damn day. Yeah. And I don't And we're laughing as we say that. <laughs> it's beside the point. But like, and, and so you have, you have had like objectively, like you have one of those calendar days, right? Like coming up, it's a really bad one, right? An objectively really bad calendar day that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also had a pretty bad series of days that really have nothing to do with Quinn's death, but the fact that he's dead makes them so much worse. It because all compounds. This is what is so mindfuckery about this whole thing. When I talk to you on the phone, you sound so happy. Yeah, but Judah, when you call me and I answer, I'm doing yeah. well, right? If you I guess I don't know. and I'm on the floor, I'm not answering the phone. If I call you and I'm on the floor, then, then I sound upset on the phone. But 80, 90% of our calls, right. you call me. I'm like, great. I would love to talk on the phone, which is right. everyone, everyone else who knows me is listening to this being like, Alina doesn't pick up the phone when I call, but like when you call, yeah. it's different. Um, and I, I probably do mostly sound happy on the phone because if mm. I'm, if I'm choosing to answer your call, I'm probably doing okay. Like but if I'm actively, had like joyful things happen in your life recently. I do have joyful. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I guess life update time. I have had overall good results on my heart stuff. It's still not out of the woods, but positive. Um, my boyfriend moved in last week. I'm looking at him right now. I don't think that's I'm the best first impression you could have made. Stuart <laughs> just said that's not a very good first impression. <laughs> I was already on the podcast. That's true. He was already on the podcast. That's true. He was already on the podcast. My boyfriend moved in last week. And Tyler, shut up. We're having a serious conversation. Shut up. My boyfriend moved in last week, which has been so joyful and happy and also so fucking hard and challenging for ways I haven't quite been able to articulate. And... I don't know. It's just, I feel like my loss has its fingers and everything in my life. It's just like sticky fingers. You know, we've talked about the sticky fingers. That we might sound happy, but let me just reiterate, we are so miserable in such a profound (laughs) way. (laughs) (laughs) There's that dark humor. It's just, we seem all right. But it's almost because the messed upness is just a quiet, constant hum. As opposed, to, so, I don't know if I am articulating this in any way. I, I, how can I articulate that I function and that I am joyful and that I'm happy? But let me assure you, my life is so hard, it's and in some so ways, it is more difficult than last year. In some ways, not always, but in mm-hmm. some ways, and um, and that like. I I it, I was going to therapy twice a week, and if I could go three times a week, I would have because I had that much to discuss. Yes. And so I feel like I 
I want to make sure that we are always being honest and authentic and the honest, authentic truth is that it's, it's complicated. It's more yes. complicated than it sounds. Yes. Does that make any sense? Like, it makes, yeah. I, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. I think that, I think my ideal would be for someone to look at us and say both two things at the same time with that dialectical thinking. That's what they say. They are doing so much better. That is comforting, yeah. right? I want someone yeah. in the loss to hear that we have joy again, that we are able to be functional for the most part yeah. and all that. I want them to hear that and be like, Oh, thank God they are more functional yeah. and they, they feel yeah. better. And I also want someone who's new in the loss to listen to this and, and, recognize that like, first of all, it never goes away. But to me, that was comforting in the early days. Like yeah. I didn't want yeah. it to all go away. This was yeah. important to me. Like the pain was holding onto my son. And like, I don't want someone to be like in the early days of the loss and be like, Oh my God, in two years, I'm going to be like snap happy, like joking around, like everything's perfect. Like, yeah. no, no, yeah. like this still affects us very, very, very much. Yeah. There's a reason we like literally have never one time been like, what should we talk about on the podcast? Because there's like, yeah. so much no, shit going on still. There's so much shit yeah. going on. You, I hope that someone who's new in the lost sees we are able to find joy. We are able to function. We are successful in our jobs. We're successful in our lives. And we are so sad. And we are still yeah. grieving. Yes. And the loss touches every area of our life and um we i don't think i will ever have like the mental acuity and sharpness that i once had and it wasn't so sharp to begin with let me assure you <laughs> and so i think i'll always be a little fuzzy um and i think that this heading into aiden's birthday i'm just it's louder but yeah. these things are always kind of there if that makes i think sense. There's a metaphor that I see a lot, which is like grief doesn't get lighter. It just get like the grief never goes away. Like you start when you're like you have a boulder on your back or you're like under yeah. the boulder. And then you wind up with like a big rock that you can kind of hold on your hip. And then there's a pebble yeah. in your pocket or whatever. And it's like I almost feel like what the best word I can use to describe how I feel these days is just tired. Like I'm tired yeah. of carrying this stupid fucking rock around. I don't care what size yeah. it is. Like it's annoying me. Like at yeah. best it's annoying. Yeah. And at worst it's so distressing and suffocating. Yeah. We're still carrying that fucking rock. And we're going to be carrying that yeah. for decades. Like, just, ugh. I, ugh. yeah, I, I guess I feel like overall I am not in a good place. I know that we sound like we're in okay places on this podcast just want to reassure you that we are not. There are also some things that we don't talk about on this podcast. Um, yes. There are also some, some things because it's not our story to tell or because mm -hmm. I know like you don't talk extensively about your boyfriend because that's not your story alone to tell. Um, I don't talk much about my boyfriend. I don't talk much about my family deliberately. Right. Exactly. But we have, but we'll just say that the loss is like profoundly impacting us on an everyday basis. And Aiden's birthday was a reminder to me how much this actually affects me constantly. Yeah. But here's the thing I said, I say, but not, but is the wrong word. And here's the thing we've done this before. It's not always this bad. It is not always this bad. We know without a doubt that the birthday is going to come. The birthday yeah. is going to go. Yeah. It's going to be hard. These hours, yeah. these minutes, these days are hard. You know, you have skills now. You know how to do this. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Yeah. But you know how to do this. 
I mean, we have a whole year's worth of podcast episodes too. <laughs> teach us, teach ourselves how to. Yeah, I'll just say like a few things that that I know. Like you're right, mm-hmm. I know that it comes and I know that it goes like this intensity. Mm-hmm. I know that the intensity of feeling can't last forever. Like mm-hmm. it's just such high intensity that like it waxes and wanes. Even from the moment he died, like it waxes yeah. and wanes. Yeah. More moments of relief. Um. I know that I, I know myself well enough to know now when I just need to like put my hands up and walk away and just mm-hmm. say like, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. even, even with, like with my daughter this morning, like I just like put on the TV and said like, I, I'm not doing this right now. Yeah. You know, yep. like I'm not doing this. I'm done. I'm done when it comes to like cooking. Like I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. I'm not trying. Like, even this morning, I was like, I should brush my teeth and wash my face. I said, I'm not. And that's okay. That is A-okay. A-okay. It's Aiden's birthday today when this is coming out. Yeah. And I guess just send love Judith's way. Send love Aiden's way. I don't even know what to say. It just fucking sucks. I feel like we should (laughs) just say, happy birthday, Aiden, wherever you are. I know that you listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I tell you this every day, but um, I love you. And uh, her too-ish, kind of. That was like the yeah. most inspiring birthday I could say, but what am I gonna say? I don't know what to say. There's nothing to say, Judith. We just send the love and hope they feel it. I want it to be over. Is it over yet? To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at aslongasimlivingpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at aslongasimlivingpodcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay!